I am a sarcastic mofo in a big way. I would say they would uh, consider me to be a dick. I'm, I'm a raging case of unmedicated attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. It's just, it's kind of how my mind works. It's just constantly spitting stuff out. So that's me in a nutshell. That's the voice of Craig Fee, host of The Craig Fee Show on 107.5 Dave Rocks in Kitchener. While most people associate Craig with being the crude, offensive, rather outlandish radio personality that he presents as himself on air, I don't buy it. My name is Mick Oakley, and I'm an aspiring radio personality myself. I sat down with Craig to try and get a better sense of who he really is. For starters, I needed to know, why radio? Okay, so I began while I was taking civil engineering at uh, what was then known as the University of Western Ontario. I uh, got sidetracked because I decided, oh, you know, hey, a little part-time thing on the side here. I can go uh, become a sideline reporter for Western Mustangs football, or I could go, uh, you know, anchor sports. So I went over to the campus radio station at Western, CHRW, and uh, signed up, went through all their training sessions and all the meetings and all that crap. They taught you how to run the console and everything like that. So I, I started out doing that. And uh, ended up in the newsroom and uh, started getting dragged into covering student elections and things of that nature. Ended up uh, filling in for a morning guy that didn't show up once as a host. And uh, this is where things got interesting. Program director calls me after the show. He, uh, he said, I didn't even leave my house today because I was listening to you. And you did a great job. I was there to anchor the newscast, and in the end, I ended up hosting the show. And he sent in another news anchor for the uh, for that show that day. And he said, "What would you think about you know like maybe I'll throw you on a couple of days a week doing that as well?" And uh, that was kind of how I got my my start in the uh, the industry. And it really was just the beginning. Craig has developed quite the impressive resume over the years. Magic FM, the mix ninety nine point nine hits one hundred three dot five, one hundred two point one, the edge C ninety five, the beat ninety four point five, energy rock one hundred one ninety six point three, capital. FM, 92.5 Joe FM, 91.5. He's worked virtually everywhere in Canada and found great success doing so. But as impressive as that is, it still doesn't tell me about who he is as a person. I needed to get to the bottom of it, so I asked him what he thinks his listeners really think about him. I would say they would uh, consider me to be a dick. <laughs> most most likely, that's that's the most common thing, and uh, and that's totally fine. It, it's an extension of my personality. Like what you hear on the air, all I'm doing is amplifying something, and especially if I know that I can I can get you to react by using a bigger word, uh, a more impactful word. I'll go ahead and do that. But on the other hand, what I'm saying isn't really outside of the ballpark of something that I would I would say because I am. A sarcastic mofo in a big way. Even my kids have, have come to expect that, yeah, you know, like, daddy will say weird, strange things that, you know, probably other parents don't say to their kids. Funny man, family man. There's actually a lot going on here. Craig is notorious for the amount of work he puts into his show, but don't take my word for it. Paul Cuglieri was the program director at 570 Chime, now 96.7 Chime FM, when he first heard about Craig Fee. When he graduated from Humber, he sent a ton of air check tapes out to program directors all across the country. And I was one of those that responded to him. I thought he was talented. I never had an opportunity to hire Craig. Uh, had I, I would have, but uh, I've never actually worked with Craig. Craig is a very complex individual. He understands what parts of his character to bring to air. He's a very smart man, but he takes to air what he knows will play. He's being genuine, but he's only taking parts of his personality and presenting them on air. There's a lot more to Craig. He's a good family man. He's a good father. There are a lot of things about him as a human being and a person that may or may not make it to air, but he works harder than most people that I know. He, he preps 
24-7. Yes. Above all, Craig Fee is a family man. But is it hard to make time for them when you're constantly working? Oh, very much so. It's uh, The thing that sucks about it is more the schedule of the show. The fact that it is 2 to 7, it is in, in a movable block. It's not like mm. I can take today off and uh, you know leave at 3.30 if I felt like it. The show doesn't allow for that. It's a live hosted show. The unfortunate thing is a lot of these roles that you would want to take on, things you'd want to get involved in in the community, they're, they're getting together at 5.30. So it, it's just it's something where it, it rules out a few, um, a few things that you would like to do in life along with your job. So far, Craig seems normal. That may come as a surprise to those who only hear his raunchy on-air persona, but that's all by design. Craig is extremely open with his audience, but is there anything that he doesn't share? Anything that never makes it on air? I, I talk about pretty much everything in my life on the air. I've talked about my family at great depth. Everybody knows that uh, my wife and I never see each other naked, as an example. That's something that anybody that listens to my show, they're well aware of that. Uh, one of the things that uh, that I haven't talked a lot about on the air is uh, is autism. It's in my family. It's especially in my extended family, my uh, my in-laws and whatnot. Uh, but my oldest son is autistic. Those those that listen a lot, those that are P1s of the show, would know that. But uh, anybody that's kind of a casual listener, a P2 of the show, may not be aware of that. But that's uh, that's probably the biggest, deepest, darkest secret that I haven't covered yet on uh, on the show. On top of building an impressive radio career, Craig has had to endure one of the biggest challenges in his life raising a son with autism. The diagnosis was uh, was an interesting thing. We got a letter in the mail. That's how we found out our kid was autistic. Literally go to the mailbox, oh, I wonder what this is, you know. And what it was was a diagnosis letter in triplicate, not even a handwritten post-it note inside saying, hey, sorry I didn't get to call you and tell you this. The doctor literally sent us a letter. And there was nothing on that letter really beyond, oh, you know, hey, you should contact Kids Ability. You know, like that was that was pretty much the only thing in the letter. So my wife was like, what the hell do we do? So he gets diagnosed with autism. We uh, immediately threw him on the waiting list of, uh, you know, for autism therapy, IBI therapies, it's called here in Ontario. And uh, what we found was they considered him to be too low functioning to help. So they were effectively telling us, you know, just let it go. Your kid will uh, never, never talk. You will never, basically, your kid's going to be nonverbal autistic. Don't expect much. And uh, we knew something was up. I mean, this this was the kid that uh, we nearly lost about three days after he was born. We were told not to expect him to survive. He was in the children's hospital. We were still in Edmonton at this point. The thing about uh, about my son, his name is Kenner. Uh, is that he's accomplished a ton. He is fully verbal. He doesn't shut up. So, you know, everything that they told us when he was, you know, four years old, oh, yeah, your kid's going to basically be a stump, you know, was, and I know that's, that's awful blunt to say that, but that's, that's effectively what they told us at the time, um, is, is completely the opposite. As an example, he was the walk ambassador for Autism Speaks Canada last year, uh, and his face was up in every single Toys R Us store. Him sitting there playing with Lego, you know, just a little poster trying to get people to donate a couple of bucks at the till. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was my kid last year. It really gives you a sense of compassion for what other people are going through. It doesn't matter what the struggle is, whether it's a you know something like autism or uh, or or a, a bigger disability. It uh, it gives you a broad perspective of uh, of what what life is really like. And it makes you a more compassionate person. Even though I don't come out as one on the air all that much, there is that compassion inside to me. A compassion that doesn't shine through when reaming out callers on the air, but it's very evident in real life. If there's anything I got out of chatting with Craig, 
It's to expect the unexpected. And sometimes the unexpected yields great rewards. Once you go through all the all the different stages of denial, oh my God, this can't be true. When when all of a sudden you learn, you know, there's something that is not typical about your kid. Everybody, of course, when they're having kids, they're thinking of, oh, my kids are going to be perfect and everything. But when you when you have the perspective of, okay, well, yeah, the kid's not perfect. That's now you got to deal with that. Now you've got to accept the fact that all of the rest of your friends are going to be telling you, oh, yeah, yeah, my kid's a year and a half old and he's running and he's jumping and I've already got him on skates. And and your kid's going to be seven before they hit that same benchmark. And that's the uh, the biggest thing is if uh, if you're a parent of somebody who's got autism, best thing you can do is get them all the support that you can be there with them yes it's going to be frustrating yes you're going to tear your hair out but uh, on the other hand perseverance pays off in a big way and persevere he has craig continues to create compelling radio on a daily basis and dominates the afternoon drive slot in kitchener waterloo many people myself included make craig a part of their daily routine zach williams is a longtime fan of craig's and once called in to one of his shows uh, yeah, I called in. Uh, I played Triple T in the TC. It was a trivia game. Uh, I don't remember the question. He gave me a hard time, but that's what you expect of Craig. It wasn't my finest hour, but that dude was awesome. I love Craig. Talking with Craig has been a real eye-opening experience for me. He's overcome so much and worked incredibly hard to be where he is today. It's people like Craig who give me real hope for the future of radio. As an aspiring broadcaster, I must admit I do sometimes worry about the future, but as long as we have interesting people like Craig putting in the work behind the microphones, I think we'll be okay. It's it's not work to me, sitting on the computer, farting around until 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, getting up early with my screaming kids and, and preparing for it. I, I don't find it to be work. It's, uh, it's just something I enjoy doing. You know, the industry's not going to die. I call bullshit in a big way to those people that are like, oh, radio's dead. And it's, it, it's, it's not going away. You know, we're not done yet. For CJIQ, I'm Mick Oakley.